Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will finish up his message, which is titled, Turn Your Pain Into Praise. This message has continued to focus on the importance that our mind plays when we're dealing with life's struggles. Today, Pastor Chuck will give us a practical example as he delves deeply into how Leah responded during one of the most challenging times in her life. The primary text for this message is Genesis 29, verses 16 through 35. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them to Genesis right now. Let's join in with Pastor Chuck. So that's what I'm trying to nudge you into, nudge you into the power and blessing of the revelation that Leah provided for us in this moment. She made a conscious decision. She made a conscious decision to change her mind, to change her focus, to change her language. You see, family, praise simply means it's the act of uh, acknowledging and adoring the true and living God, remembering who he is, what he's done, and still well able to do by audibly speaking well of him. Audibly speaking well of him. You can speak well of him. You can clap your hands. You can do a dance of praise. There's many forms of expression of praising God, but it's done outwardly. And in our context today, we're talking about specifically singing praises. And so what it looks like for us with this context is begin to acknowledge him, to adore him through song. Through song, there's, there's this part, um, um, if you know anything about the Lion King, there's this, there's this new uh, uh, iteration of it where the, um, the, it's the grandchildren now. So you had the Lion King where we have Mufasa and Simba, and then you had Simba's pride, where it's just kind of focused on Simba and his new life and, and things that happen. And then now Simba has a son. His name is called Kion. Yes, I've been schooled by my son, Keith, my grandson, Keith. He's been breaking all this type of stuff down. This is what we got to watch. Every time he's at home with us, we watch the Lion God. And then the Lion God, right, he's now learning, right? He's now the heir to the throne, if you will. He's the one who has to protect the pride lands. He has his team, right? He has his team of folks with him now. Um, um, the, the next generation uh, uh, part that are now become part of the lion guard. And in this moment, when it first starts off, he's learning how to use the power of the roar. What is the power of the roar? Where his, his grandfather, Mufasa, by the spirit, begins to communicate to him and instruct him on what the power of the roar is. The power of the roar is what he can use whenever he's facing adversity, whenever he's facing an enemy. And anytime he releases that roar, it reminds him of one, who his identity is and the power that resides on the inside of him. I wish some of you started hearing me by the spirit because the same spirit that raised Christ up from the dead lives within inside of us. Greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. We are more than conquerors through him that's loved us. So every time we release our praise, it's like we're, 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 we're releasing a roar. We're releasing a sound because we are descendants of the lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of kings and lord of lords. And every time we release that roar, we put the enemy and our enemies on notice. And every time he releases that roar, it's immediate victory. 
Now, family, I, I, I can't promise you how the Lord is. I don't know how the Lord is working and moving in your life, but I can tell you right there, every time you release your praise, every time you take a stance like Leah took, this is all I can stand, I can't stand no more. And every time you release that praise, you release a sound in the atmosphere that says, I may have problems, but my problems don't have me. I'm going to keep my right mind. I'm going to stay in my right mind, and I'm going to serve this right God right now. You declare in this moment that the pain of my current season cannot have a hold on me. I recognize that life is tough, life is challenging, life is difficult, and we all are experiencing some sort of difficulty or trial right now. But family, what I do want you to know is this, when you begin to release that praise, God begins to hear that. Not only he begins to hear that cry and he begins to he begins to dispatch whatever resource that is needed, whatever provision that is needed. He begins to inhabit or to dwell in your praise. He comes to see about you. He begins to make his, his affections known towards you. I got to hurry up. I don't want to spend too much. I got I to keep moving on. But watch this, family. When you're in the storms of life, under fire from battles on numerous front, fronts, when you're facing difficult trials, you take hope in God's power. You turn your heart to find praise for the God who loves you and is fighting for you. You begin to believe in God's great power and might and sing his praises even when your heart is heavy. And family, that's why it's called the sacrifice of praise. Listen, I heard one, 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 one uh, scholar say it this way. He says, praise causes the presence of the Lord to come into our midst. Even though God is omniscient, he's all-knowing, he manifests his authority and rule in our environment when we praise him. When we praise God, comes in and leads us forth. He does not just visit us, but he abides and aligns himself with us to walk with us into the path that he has chosen for us. I love what he says. He says, when we praise, God comes in and leads us forth. Time to become unstuck. And he says he does not just visit us, but he abides and aligns himself with us to walk with us into the path that he has chosen for us. Watch this, family. Listen, where, we, where our eyes may be weak in the natural, praising the Lord will help our eyes become strong in the spirit. Where our eyes are weak in the natural. We've been looking at the challenges and difficulties of life, and it seems like one thing after another, after another, after another, where our eyes become weak in the natural. When we begin to praise our God, when we begin to praise the Lord Jesus Christ, our eyes, our spiritual eyes, now become strong in the spirit. And we begin to lean into 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where we realize that in our weakness, God's strength is made perfect. The shortest psalm in all of the Psalter, Psalm 117, says this, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Remember, family, Leah is in this moment remembering God's love for her and his faithfulness to her. She goes from bitter to better through her praise. She acknowledges and releases the bitter in her for the better she has in him. She makes a conscious decision to focus on the only sure thing and the only sure person in her life. The only sure thing is God's love and the only sure person is the Lord himself. So let's look back at these verses real quick. In verse 1, 
With Reuben, she knew the Lord had seen her affliction. With Simeon, she knew the Lord heard that she was unloved. With Levi, she didn't even reference the Lord at all in naming him. And in verse 34 is where we begin to see the gospel play out. In this context, we begin to realize that we are Leah's. We can, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can fit into Leah's story, if you will, because of our sin and rebellion against God, we were also unlovable. We had become unlovable as well. But, but God, rich in mercy, for the surpassing love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ Jesus, and now we're seated in the heavenly places with him. Our eyes have become weak because we chose to rebel against God, and we sought love in all the wrong places. We wanted to be accepted and affirmed and approved by everyone and everything else except this great God who created us and, and, and breathed his very breath of life in us. But God, the Bible says in Romans, but God, while we were still weak, Christ died for the ungodly. And through this, through this, through this declaration that this time I will praise the Lord, through this son Judah is where the line of Jesus would come through, that he would come from this line, thus making him the line of the tribe of Judah. Isn't that the song we said, our God is the lion. He's the lion of Judah. He's roaring with power. He's fighting our battles. Every knee shall bow before him. This is the lyrics of the song that we sing. Our God is the lamb, the lamb who was slain for the sins of the world. His his blood breaks the chain. It's time to become unstuck, family. This time, this time, this day, this season, this situation, it's time that we will praise our God. He's ever fighting for us. So we take, we take on this, 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 this real-life posture like we saw from Kion in the Lion Guard to release our roar. Or as I said, well, the songwriter says, we raise our hallelujah. In the presence of our enemies, we raise our hallelujah. Louder than the unbelief, we raise our hallelujah. Our weapon is our melody. I raise a hallelujah. All of heaven comes to fight for me. We're going to sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder, you're going to hear our praises. Well, I wish I was Christy Hollenbeck right now. If I was Christy Hollenbeck, I'd say, up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death is defeated. The king is alive. Hallelujah. It's time to raise your hallelujah, family. Raise your hallelujah. Let all of the earth, let your enemies and your enemies hear your roar. Raise your hallelujah. In light of his love, our weak eyes, we can see the strong hand of, of his love, of his rescue, of his blessing, and his power. Here are, listen, here's 10 things I'm going to give you real quick, and we're closing out our time with this. 10 things I'm going to give you real quick. Real quick. These are our rebuilding tools. These are the tools we're going to, this is one tool, singing God's praise, but these are the benefits that we're going to get from this. And hopefully, this will help, to, help us to establish or begin to walk in a renewed mindset. Here's the first thing I want to say. I'm going to run through these real quick. 
Praise refocuses our minds on God and connects our hearts. This list is not, it's, it's not mine. First of all, let me say that. This list is not mine. In my research, I came across this, so I want to give credit to those where credit is due. Um, it's in my footnotes. I forgot who it is exactly. I'm just flowing in this moment. But these, these are not, this, this list is not an exhaustive list, and nor did this come from me. It just so happened it's spot on, and I just want to pass it over to you. So praise God for whoever had this revelation first. Watch this. Here we go. Praise refocuses our minds on God and connects our heart with his. Here's a verse, a supporting verse that goes along with this. Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. Here's the second thing. Praise fosters awareness of God's presence with us. Psalm 16, 11. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. The third thing. Praise pushes the worries of life into the background. Praise pushes the worries of life into the background. First Peter verse five and seven, we can cast our cares on him because he cares for us. The fourth one, praise reminds us of who God is and what he has done. Psalm 103 verses, verses one through five, I will bless the Lord all my soul and all that is in me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord all my soul and forgetting out all his benefits. The one who heals all our diseases, who forgives all our iniquities, the one who has redeemed our souls from the pit, the one who crowns us with his steadfast love. Here's your fifth one. Praise recalls God's past provision, thus strengthening our hope in his future deliverance. Past grace is an indication of present and future grace. Here you can find it. Uh, first Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd and in him I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Here's your sixth benefit. Your sixth benefit, praise voices our dependence on God and relieves our fears. John 16, verse 33, in this life you will have trials and tribulations, but do not lose heart. Do not fear, I have overcome the world. Here's your seventh benefit. Praise helps develop an eternal perspective, paving the way for God's peace. Psalm 4 verse 8 says, I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Here's your eighth reason, your eighth benefit, how singing praises benefits the believer and helps us to keep and establish a renewed mind. Praise opens our hearts to receive God's joy. Psalm 30 verse 5, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Here's your ninth reason. Praise fulfills the purpose for which we were created, bringing fulfillment. Ephesians chapter 3 says this, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Verse, the last benefit. Number 10, the last benefit of singing the Lord's praises. Praise tells our enemies and our enemies to be scattered. Praise tell our enemies and our enemies to be scattered. Psalm 68 verse 1, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Listen to what Matt Redman says about this. Listen to what Matt Redman says about this. He says, when we believe, when we believers sing our songs of worship, not only do we praise God through them, but we preach to ourselves. 
as we sing the truth of who it is we're worshiping, as well as honoring God, it can be so helpful to us. Worship is about magnifying the right things. It can be so easy to let the struggles of this become all consuming and we must not ignore them. But when we worship, instead of magnifying and focusing on those things, we magnify and focus on the name, the strength, the power, the grace of Jesus. When we do that, it puts everything into perspective. I know that's easier said than done. And I know you probably felt like you've been trying. But in this season, I don't want you to faint. We're praying for you that your faith would fail not, that you won't get weary in this form of well-doing, that you will continue on praising your God, singing your praises. Because when we do that, just like this songwriter said, just when we do that, he says, watch this. We access the strength, the power, and the grace of the Lord Jesus, and we're able to put everything in perspective. Family, it is a sacrifice that we have to make, but it's well worth it. This time, we will praise the name of the Lord. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck begins a new message but continues to focus on the renewing of our minds.